about the season of Easter, we will be hearing stories of people rising up, stories of resurrection. And so we have this story today from the book of Acts. One day, Peter and John were going up to the temple at the hour of prayer at three o'clock in the afternoon. And a man, lame from birth, was being carried in. People would lay him daily at the gate of the temple called the Beautiful Gate so that he could ask for alms from those entering the temple. When he saw Peter and John about to go into the temple, he asked them for alms. Peter looked intently at him, as did John, and said, look at us, and he fixed his attention on them, expecting to receive something from them. But Peter said, I have no silver or gold, but what I have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, stand up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and raised him up, and immediately his feet and ankles were made strong. Jumping up, he stood and began to walk, and he entered the temple with them, walking and leaping and praising God. All the people saw him walking and praising God, and they recognized him as the one who used to sit and ask for alms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder, and amazement at what had happened to him. The word of the Lord. Let us pray. Holy and gracious one, you have the power to lift us up, to raise us, from the depths of our despair, our uncertainty, our sadness. You have the power to raise us up. So catch our attention, grab hold of us, and lift us. And may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. So stand with me, if you will, and see in your minds a picture of Jesus in a bright white robe, standing up and surrounded by bright white and blue and streaks of gold. Now below Jesus is a dark cave filled with broken chains and locks, and under his feet are boards crossed one on top of the other. Jesus is standing firmly on these boards and reaching down and grabbing hold of a man with one hand and grabbing hold of a woman with the other and pulling them out of boxes. 
out of the darkness and into the light. Painted above is the word anastasis, which in Greek literally means to stand. It is the Greek word for resurrection. Jesus is breaking out of death. And he's bringing Adam and Eve with him. Jesus is standing on the busted open gates of hell. And the first man and the first woman representing all humanity, Jesus raises to life. Everyone is raised to life. This icon of the resurrection was on every monastery and church and cathedral that we visited in Greece, always proclaiming, always lifting up a prayer of the resurrection to us. Jesus seizes us and lifts us to life. Everyone, everyone is raised. So for these 50 great days of Easter, we have all of this time to contemplate what resurrection might mean for us and for our world. Today, what will it mean for you to be taken by the hand? Have Jesus grab onto your wrist and lift you up to new life. In our church, in this city, in our homes as people, we pride ourselves in lifting others up. We lift people out of poverty. We lift people when they are in trouble. We're justice people, helping people, and we are caregivers. We seek to lift up parents or partners who need our help. We are mothers and fathers and grandparents lifting children, teenagers. But who lifts us up? So for a moment, let's just sit. Let's just sit in this place by the beautiful gate just outside the temple and sit where this man who cannot walk has sat for so many years. We get tired from lifting others up. And so let's just rest. Sometimes we need to sit and sometimes we get so comfortable sitting we worry whether or not we can get back up. Maybe we are getting to that point where it really is hard to stand on our own two feet. Maybe we're always sitting just outside the holy places, the sacred places of celebration, never quite able to go in. Maybe we are always just begging 
for others to give us what will keep us going, but never getting what we need most. So let's watch what happens as this counter of resurrection, this resurrection moment. Now I want our man to have a name, this man who's sitting by the beautiful gate. He's never named in the gospel, but let's call him Mr., just to give him some dignity. Mr. is being carried to the place where he sits. It's the same place that people have brought him every day. It's the best time of day and the best place where he can collect charity from those who are going up at that time who are making their sacrifices in the temple. Their money's in their pocket. They're ready to give it. And they have to walk right by him. We see that all the time in the medians on the highways. But you, for one minute, set those folks aside and just sit. This man isn't doing anything different. On this day, he's doing what he always does, and yet something different happens to him. These life-giving moments or spiritual experiences often just come to us as gifts. Sometimes we think that we have to do something different or be in a special place. But sometimes, right amidst walking the dog or driving the work in an ordinary day, something or someone grabs our attention and it becomes a true gift. This morning, I was walking into the church building, walking past the sabbatical garden, remembering that it was a year ago when I went on sabbatical. (laughs) And rising up out of that garden were new tulips. Did you see them? With the red starting to bloom, it grabbed my attention. And I thought about how a year ago we didn't have a resurrection garden, but now we do. It was just that gift that God gave to me because God grabbed my attention. Peter and John grabbed Mr.'s attention. Mr. notices them about to go into the temple and asks for charity, but Peter stops and looks at him. And it's a different word for see and look. When Mr. looks at Peter and John, it's a verb that simply means to notice. But when Peter and John stop to look at Mr., the Greek word means to stretch or to strain. So Peter and John are looking intensely at this man. They are giving him their full attention. It is rare that we take the opportunity or get the time to give people our full attention. Peter and John were on their way into worship. You know that if you stop me on my way into worship, It's very difficult for me to give you my full attention. As it is for all of us when we're on the way 
to some place that we have to be, we don't have that opportunity to stop and give people our full attention. We are busy. And we can go through and name all the reasons that we can't give full attention. Text messages, iPhones, little children, people calling, all of those things. We're taught that we can multitask, but we really can't. And we can feel bad about this, but let's not feel bad about this for just a moment. Let's just realize that it's a really rare and special thing that when we get to give or receive undivided attention. In that moment of this intensity, Peter and John are saying, Nothing else is important to me right now except you. I see you. I want to know you. I see your weak knees. I see the legs that cannot hold you up. I see the weariness. I see the hope in your eyes. So this is what Peter and John give to Mr. sitting by the beautiful gate. But then Peter asks for Mr.'s full attention back, and he gives it. And there they are in this gift of giving each other their full attention. In a beautiful poem called The Summer Day, Mary Oliver is looking intently at a grasshopper. And in this poem she writes, the grasshopper, the one who has flung herself out of the grass, who is eating sugar out of my hand, who is moving her jaws back and forth instead of up and down, who is gazing around with her enormous complicated eyes. Now she lifts her pale forearms and thoroughly washes her face. Now she snaps her wings and floats away. I don't know exactly what a prayer is. I do know how to pay attention. I don't know exactly what a prayer is. I do know how to pay attention. Giving or getting full attention is a form of prayer. Sometimes it can be the most healing form of prayer. How often is it that we just want someone to hear us or see us and not say anything, but just be there? Sometimes when we do not have a prayer to say with somebody just sitting, just giving that attention is holy and life-giving, it is prayer. In this context of this holy moment of being seen, Peter says, I have no silver or gold, but what I do have to give you, mister, is Jesus. 
when Peter, or in our liturgy, we say, I pray in the name of God, I pray in the name of the Lord, I pray in the name of the risen one, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ. That is a Bible way of saying, I am calling into our presence now, God. I am calling into our presence the living Christ. I see you and give you the presence of the one who gives life and energy and strength. I see you, and in the name of Jesus, I say to you, I give you the reality that you are deeply valued and loved. In your weakness, in your bad knees, in your crippled ankles, in your weariness, in your inability to stand, you are worth so much more than a few coins or all the silver and gold. And then Peter takes Mr. by the hand. And the Greek word, is seized. Peter seizes him by the hand and raises him up. Seized by the God who sees him in his weakness and his shame at begging. He is seen as worthy as a human being as full of dignity and loved and this makes him leap for joy. All of the scholars don't know why they call this the beautiful gate. Do we have to have any better reason than this is the place where something so beautiful happened? It's so beautiful. He is loved. He is valued. He has been seen. He has been brought into the presence of the life-giving God, and he wants everyone to see. God loves him. And at that moment, he gets to pass from outside the sacred place of celebration into the sacred place of celebration, the temple. He gets to go inside and, and be there with all of the people celebrating. And they are amazed. That's what this place is to be. The place of celebration where the presence of God grabs us by the hand and seizes us into new life. We do that for one another. But how did Peter and John do this? At one of the conferences I was asked at the a great preacher, he said, now I know that there are a lot of people who don't necessarily believe in the literal supernatural things uh, in the gospels. And he said, well, take your natural and put some super on it. Put some super on your natural. And don't you just love that? So let's take some super and put it on our natural. We lift up people day after day. 
but we cannot lift up others without being lifted up ourselves. When Peter and John reach out to the man sitting there at the beautiful gate, they have one hand on that man and the other hand is being held up by who? Jesus of Nazareth, the risen Christ, who reaches down and seizes upon Peter and John and has lifted them up. And can you not see Jesus holding Peter's hand and the energy and the power and the love and the presence of the Holy Spirit flowing through him into our man so that he too can rise up to new life? Take that image in your mind and keep it in your mind of Jesus reaching out to pull you up. Every time you reach out, metaphorically or literally, this week, when you are reaching out with one hand, remember that there is somebody reaching out to you and holding on to you and seizing you with the other. You see, because the risen Christ has given you God's full attention. That's the wonderful thing about God, is God can give each one of us and all humanity God's full attention all at the same time. God isn't limited by time or space, so, so that's some super on our natural, that, that God can see our shame, our weakness, our inability to stand on our own two feet, our weariness at helping others stand up, and put some super on our natural. And help us see our worth. God's love for us and sees us into new life. You already have God's full attention. From time to time, let God grab yours. A piece of music, a bit of poetry, a stained glass window, a painting on the wall of a church, a tulip beginning to rise up in the resurrection garden. And when that happens, when God grabs your attention, stop. and look intently back. For you just might leap with joy. Christ is risen. Amen. Amen.